Wow. Not bad. Harmonization. Dude, I think we kind of nailed that. Noah, you really tailed off there. So obviously a pretty big uh, pretty big undertaking the last couple of days here. We've seen one of, regardless of what he said and whatever position you have in that, one of hockey's great sportcasters is now uh, taking early retirement. Uh, but yeah. I think some people would say maybe a late retirement. Maybe uh, Yeah, you know, yeah. He, he had a good run. Farewell, Don. Uh, I mean, grew up with that guy. So. I, think, I think it was about time, kind of like, not to say that I necessarily had a problem with him or anything like that, but you just know he was getting older. He was getting more... Um, less patient with what he had to say, and you know, I, I don't know if he's senile or not, but uh, I I definitely could have predicted him saying something uh, even more controversial, and I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. And it, and it might not be that Don's changed, but possibly the audience has changed. Potentially, yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, another legend down, and uh, you know, I don't know who they're going to replace or if the Ron's going to do a solo. That's show. the question. Where are we going to go moving forward? That's what I want to know. Who I would think... you like to see out there? I think Ron McLean's just got to take over it and go solo. Ron McLean going solo. I, see, I don't know. I, they need someone with a personality. That's how a lot of these shows, uh, you know, take. Like everyone on Saturday night loved to sit in front of the television screen and see what what Don was going to say. Um, maybe nowadays people were very cautious of what Don was going to say, but that's that that was the trend. That was when I was growing up. Even if. Um, you know, like we had a party, or like a family over, and the game was Sat- quiet. Saturday night hockey night in Canada. We would be Second, turning the volume up. First period intermission, coach's corner. You're yeah, looking you always to had it. the, and then there was the, uh, what was it, Rock'em Sock'ems? Rock'em Sock'ems, the big oh, hits. Dude, Those the big hits, all that. So, so my question is, what was happening before Don? And could we potentially see the birth of another great sportscaster starting what? now? Yeah, uh, maybe a young person out there. Well, it's Hockey Night in Canada. I mean, we got Coach's Corner. I could just imagine they'll get a big personality coach to uh, replace him eventually. Torts. Torts would be good. Torts. I think, I think Torts would be good, too. <laughs> Man, he would be so funny. He would He would be like he would be fired probably a weekend. Like his first show, he'd probably just <laughs> say something that shouldn't be said. I think Torch is good. I'd like to see Torch out there. Torch would be a good one. He's got some work to do, obviously, with the Columbus Blue Jacks. We won't go too much into it, but uh, in other words, I just happy Remembrance Day. Happy Remembrance yeah. Day. Uh, shout out to one of our good buddies, uh, Schmake Schmau. Future Master Corporal and uh, one of the hardest working guys we know. He's, yeah. He's laying it out there on the line every day and he's going to continue to do so. so we appreci- that guy. We, we appreciate that. We appreciate everything that guy does to save us. So. But uh, nonetheless, welcome to episode five. Is this episode five already? This is episode five. Okay, wow. I know. it's It's been a long run so far. Last episode, you actually... Oh, no. Episode three, you said cheers to three more. So Maybe one more this after this. Potentially only yeah, the we, last one might be coming. Depends on funding, right? Yeah. So yeah. we're actually starting to go fund me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we, we're starting it right now. Yeah, yeah we we actually had not we actually did not discuss that at all. But okay. uh, I don't think we're gonna start a GoFundMe. Yeah, we'll think about it. So that was your weekend, guys. Talk to us, Noah. You were you went away? Yeah, yeah. I had a big weekend uh, for me. It was a big travel weekend. So we have another friend, Schmush and Schmott, and he lives over in Cleveland. So my one of our other friends, Holden, we did a bit of a road trip down there. Left Wait, Saturday. This is the same Schmolden that was mentioned in a previous. This episode. This is the same Schmolden that was mentioned in a previous episode. Okay. Now we actually do have we we had him sign a release form. He said he's comfortable using his real name on the pod. Oh, uh, I don't trust those documents, so I can't. Uh, and I spoke put- to him in depth about it. He was just happy about the exposure, so he's he's okay with it. And all the stories I'll tell you, I ran them by him first. But uh, yeah, we did a road <laughs> out to Cleveland, about four and a half hour drive, no problem at the borders. 
Obviously, when you're going across, I don't know if you guys feel this, but I know crossing the border is always terrifying, even though when you have nothing on you. Do you do you have any comments on that? Uh, well, I mean, we went down for an NFL game a couple years back. A couple years back, and we got stopped for like a good like hour and a half. Everything was fine, but like just one of those things. Like it can be like a little more annoying. I get why they stop us, but like you, you gotta be careful. To. So if anyone's seen Noah's Instagram, uh, I think story my my passport photo. Passport you want to talk photo. about my passport? I photo. want to talk about your passport photo. That one's. Not as bad as what it used to be. So Noah, I think he spilt uh, hand sanitizer on no, it or something No, no. Like so what was happening, the, the last one, it originally got damaged because there was mouthwash in my bag that opened up. Oh, so right. the top half of my face was pretty much he, washed He out. literally looked like half skeleton, <laughs> half face. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Fat Albert. You know the guy who wears the, the mask or like the, that the was big me. tube? That was me. Yeah, he took off his mask, dude. That's literally what would be under it. It looked like that. And the funny thing was, uh, they let me go. I always got a hard time with it, but they usually let me go. And now, uh, basically, there was a time about a year ago, I had a lot longer hair, and what I ended up doing for my passport photo, because the previous one had water damage, and it actually got soaked when I was kayaking in British Columbia when I was riding my bicycle across Canada. We don't have to go into that now. But uh, basically, it was un- unusable, and I had to get a new one, and I thought, how funny would it be? You know, Everyone always tries to look good for their photos. I said, what if I look terrible? And then every time I, someone sees it, they say, oh, wow, you look much better now, right? You're always looking for that compliment. Yeah, that way you always get that confidence boost like every like time a, you cross you the border. You look much better now. They, oh, I like your hair way better like this, you know? like cause, So what I did was I did three pigtails. I did pigtail on the side and on the top. I think I looked my maybe like one of um, one of the characters I want to say from Recess. Do you know the one with the three pigtails? Is that a person from Recess? No, you're thinking of Spinelli? Spinelli had two, but imagine if she had one on the top, I guess, yeah. Or was there three, the bubblegum girl? No, that's what I mean. I think someone had three, but anyways, I had three. I had three of those going, and uh, at the time, I thought it was hilarious. And yeah, my brother, I, I, I Instagrammed it. My brother-in-law messaged me, and he said, "Don't do that. You're gonna regret it in the future." Like this might be funny now, but guess what? Five years later, it's not that funny. And I will say, it's still pretty funny. So yeah. no, no regrets yet. Still funny. It's still pretty funny, but I can <laughs> definitely tell. Like probably two years from now, I'll be pretty over it. And uh, all I've gotten with it is like. Uh, they just look at me and they say, yeah, I, they go, well, your haircut looks much better now. And I say, well, thank you. So it is good. No troubles at the border. And then we had an absolute blast in Cleveland. Have you been to the city? I've never been to the land. Okay. And what are what are some things you know about Cleveland? Uh, former home of LeBron James. Former home of LeBron James. They have a pretty terrible football team oh, that everyone thought would be okay. good this year. But they continue the streak of just being awful. They had a big win on Sunday. Uh, We're not talking about tailgating this episode, are we? You no. went tailgating? No, but I just, we're not talking about Oh, no, no. no. We'll, 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 maybe uh, one day do a, we'll do a live show. I would love show. a live show at a tailgate. Yeah. Bill's Mafia? Okay. That'd be great. Not Bill's Mafia. Raider Nation. Okay, well, that's going to be tough to get to. But, yeah, so we <laughs> went down there for the game on Saturday. Obviously, uh, unfortunately, our team lost Cleveland Monsters. But uh, always a good time. And it's just nice to see your friends out there, you know, doing their best, chasing their dreams. And uh, Kind of like us. <laughs> it's it's kind of like us, right? We're <laughs> we're doing our best. We're chasing our dreams. They're doing that. And then uh, Sunday, I had a nice drive home. And now we're back, and we're recording happy number five. Do you have any particular story that stands out from the weekend? I mean, you just said you got a couple signed authorizations from, from yeah, our buddy. so you know what? Uh, what I will tell you is anytime you go out with these people, I, I will say when they talk about living the dream, I, I really feel that way about some of these pro hockey players is uh, they're living the dream. They're playing the game they love the most, and uh, they don't go out very often, but when they do, there's a really great team uh, – atmosphere atmosphere and uh, it's just fun to be around those guys so went out for dinner after the game yeah and um and then a couple pops holden and i we went out to the bar 
We left. Right. We, we're not going to say anyone else was there, but Holden and I went out to the bar, and we absolutely shut it down. You let a couple Canadians loose in the USA, and uh, we'll talk about healthcare. We'll talk about the winter. We'll break stereotypes, and um, obviously a lot of the igloo stuff and the polar bears. But uh, yeah, we just absolutely shut it down. We went till late night, and then Sunday was all about recovery. I got a funny story actually from when I was in Cleveland. That's what I'm talking about. I Let's was, hear uh, about it. It has to do with uh, like the stereotypes. Yeah, they're always asking um, about stereotypes. Anyway, eh? so. <laughs> Me and uh, Schmake Schmau were mm. were at a bar. The same Schmake Schmau. Yeah, we were getting some uh, dinner before the the game. Yep. And anyways, I had this. I'm a big Seinfeld fan, so I had the George Costanza on the. You kind of look like George shirt. Costanza. That's actually. not true at all. <laughs> and so I was wearing that shirt, and uh, this this woman uh, noticed it from I guess like across the bar. She was sitting a couple seats over. She loves Seinfeld. And so she comes over to us, and she's like, "Oh my god, like I love your shirt. Like, where'd you get it?" And so I kind of brushed it off, um, and she followed up with, like, taking a picture of her and her friend. So I took the picture, and then she asked me... You took a picture of them. Like, yeah, they, didn't, they didn't want you in the <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. no, so I took a picture of them, and they're like, thanks, and then she asked me again, um, where'd you get that, that, that shirt from? And so I gave... I don't even remember what I said, but some stupid, like, answer. And she was like, oh... Um, <laughs> Where where are you from? You have like an accent. You do have an accent. And uh, so I was just like, oh, um, I'm just from like Canada. And she goes, I knew you had an accent. <laughs> and so uh, it was pretty funny. Just goes matches with the stereotypes of how they think we have an accent. And when I was talking with her, she sounds like any other you, person I've ever talked you to. You sound in identical, Canada. especially in the area. You know, like, we so, travel different parts of the states, sure, even different parts of Canada. But yeah, I mean, we're only yeah, like you said, four and a half hours away, it's five a couple hours hundred away. kilometers. Obviously, there, it's like miles, it's not really so that big of a difference. But, but uh, uh, okay, yeah. so and have you what, any any stories about you across the border? Any troubles there? Um, <laughs> how about that time when you thought you were a beauty when we were crossing the border and you Did I had a water bottle full of vodka and you were taking a shot while we were talking to the border? <laughs> I'd, I'd like to have some specifics on this because I don't think that actually happened. Are you talking about last yes, year? Yeah, we went to the Sabres game. Oh. oh you were and you had a water bottle full yeah, of yeah. vodka and you're like, watch this, watch this. <laughs> and like he's in the back seat and he's taking a swig. It looks like water, obviously clear. Yep. Taking a, a swig. Which one of you is Noah? And he oh, right here. <laughs> so one of the things that I learned to do in my time at university, I, was able to, I mastered the art of being able to drink vodka without making a face. <laughs> so that was something I exhibited there and that border security person had no idea it was vodka. For all of you I wondering believe... what that looks like, we'll actually post on uh, the Tandem Bicycle Instagram uh, a live shot of oh what that goodness. looks like. Okay. And I, I will say, I just want to clear it up right now, I do not condone the use of plastic water bottles. However, <laughs> I will drink vodka out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Bon, how was your weekend then? Uh, well, my weekend was probably the most uneventful out of the three. Hey, it's all about um, recovery. Bond's got his new job. You got to recover. Yeah, I was just really recovering. I played a lot of video games. I okay, watched what, a lot what of football. What are you playing right now? Buddy, I play Call of Duty. I play Fortnite. The new one. Dude, I, dude you name it, I play it right okay. now. I'm crushing everything. Um, and that was pretty much my Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And it was absolutely incredible. Now, I wouldn't change a single thing if I could. One of my questions for you in regards to Call of Duty do you find that you being a 24-year-old guy, you have, you're not as good as you were when you were maybe 14, 15? Like, have you peaked in your Call of Duty abilities? Has the game changed much? Well, Where do you stand? For those who have played Call of Duty in the past and you remember the atmosphere of chirping yeah. and very aggressive words over the microphone to fellow <laughs> players. Hor horrible words. I am no longer good at that aspect uh, of the game. You lost it. Um, I have like a lot of younger 
younger children yell at me while I play. Maybe teammates even. Yeah, and I find that me and some, maybe some of the older crowd in yeah. the 20s, uh, we stand up for each other now, even if we don't <laughs> yell them. You and, got these 13-year-old uh, kids screaming at you. And eh? then I just go out there and I dust them anyway. Okay, so okay. at the end of the day, I have no issues <laughs> with it. Uh, my playing ability, I've never stopped playing video games, yeah. so I'm better now than I ever have been. Okay, in my so path. you're still on the rise, actually. Well, I would say I'm on the rise because I don't know if you remember, but at one point I was pretty close to becoming pretty famous in the video game well, industry. Well, because you had a Twitch, I believe. Oh, dude, I was streaming. I had about like 10 followers. Like, okay. Things were wild. In you the, can't get to a million day. if you don't get to 10 first. Exactly. So things were uh, <laughs> things were pretty hot for me at one point in my life. Okay. And I'm really just reliving that, that dream every day, every weekend. My next question follow up on, I think Matt was trying to ask the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> was there a time where you were good at chirping? Um, <laughs> maybe over Call of Duty when I knew I would never see the person again and yeah, I knew yeah. that they would not be able to actually physically harm it's me. Such an interesting atmosphere. The uh, world. I think I was also decent at chirping in sports. Other than that, though, I have always been a lover and not a fighter. And I would never purposefully make fun of anybody for anything that they would well, do. Well, I think one of the things that you emphasize about yourself now, and I think we all kind of feel this way, is we'd rather win on the scoreboard than win by by saying some comments, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think for two of us that is okay. true. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes. Okay. If I like if I'm losing and I can do anything to make that person feel worse than me being the loser. It's all fun competition. Right. It's all fun and games, <laughs> right? Yeah. The thing is, you know, I'm a big believer you, you got to take it if you're going to dish it. Yes, that's and I huge. I think I can take it. Okay. Um, but by, like, by taking it, I will be directly dishing it right back. Yes. Without even a millisecond's thought. Okay. I will say that you can't really take it in the fact that when you get chirped, you get very that emotional. person is more dead to you. But you will also that the relationship also, is severed. I take it in. Yeah, yeah, you 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 sever the relationship. Cut, cut ties and you, with but that. like, and you'll get it right back to them. But like, then your friendship and they might not your... get a text to hang out next week. Well, if they were chirping me so hard, why is my friendship over? <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes <laughs> I like to chirp you guys. Yeah, but we're still friends, aren't we? Yeah, but that's because you and me have a different understanding. Well, and you guys, you people. you guys work together. No, we don't. We do not. Oh, work yeah, on the podcast. Oh, we on, do. The pod. <laughs> on the podcast, we do. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, well, since I'll take that as a chirp, uh, <laughs> there's one time, getting back to when Bond said he was uh, getting chirped by 13-year-olds. I remember this time in person, Bond was getting chirped <laughs> by this little kid. You might not remember it. Lacrosse coaching. <laughs> no, eh? no, I wasn't. Okay. Well, that was inevitable. Because so. I have a but, comment on that, too. But, Bond, do you remember the time we were playing, or we were just throwing around the football in Holden's Complex, and there was that young little shit? And he came out, and he threw, he kept throwing the the football, like whipping it at your back, and then you left in your in your car. <laughs> but so, but this, like Bond, story's gonna end up like the story on last week's idea. <laughs> Dude, like, oh, edit it out. <laughs> hey, no, no, what the hell? Uh, in Bond's do, defense, that, that kid was a puke. Like he should not have been doing that, but it was our old, fault. We yeah. were laughing so hard. He was, we were egging him on. You like were, the thing yeah. is, is like you hilarious. have, yeah, I hundred percent remember that. So there was this kid throwing the ball at me, but it's like, what do you do to this little kid? Like you, you guys are encouraging up. him, yeah. so I have no, like I can't do anything to this kid. So what, I have no choice but they're to that, leave. They're in that Goldilocks zone where they're untouchable. You can't yeah. chirp them. What, you can't push them. Like you give him a timeout, Bond. So I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> I, I think this comes back to I couldn't take it, so I just laughed. 
<laughs> Fair. All right. Bond Whatever. was getting roasted, and he knew he had the only thing to do was walk away. Was I mean, I don't really know any other situation I could have done. So one thing I will is I'll bring up. I don't have any words in specific, but I will say I've heard some of Matt's worst wrath. I've actually taken it. There was a time many years ago where Matt and Bond uh, they were coaching the lacrosse team, and at the time, a very inexperienced myself, 16 years old, had the misfortune of uh, refing their game. And uh, I will say, I heard Matt say, use words against me that I've never heard in my life before. <laughs> and uh, it's part of the reason why I stopped reffing the cross. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? I made you stop reffing the cross. I well, think I probably helped. I don't think I really was very nice to you. No, no, neither of you were nice to me, but uh, also obviously some threats from the parents and uh, a couple other missed calls that uh, it's that can be a tough spot. I think Dude, refing refere- is a tough job. Refereeing is, parents are crazy. <laughs> parents so, are the meanest yeah. people in the world. Anyways, Matt, your weekend. My weekend. Well, I had a, a lovely, lovely, lovely weekend. Uh-oh. Uh, Should we pour a glass of wine for this? I'd like oh, to hear about it. Yes. So <laughs> Light the candles. Went, Light went the out candles. to uh, Niagara Falls with uh, my girlfriend, and we had a Wait a minute. What re- day did you go there? I went there on Friday Oh, night. I was there Saturday. That's funny. Saturday. Well, Niagara Falls. Well, getting to the border, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Passing through. So I went up there uh, first night, uh, played in the casino a little bit, didn't really win any okay. my girlfriend's actually first time ever in the casino interesting what's your game uh, so I, I like roulette yep I don't like to do the slots too much but I have a strategy on this one game called the great Zeus okay and basically it's a, it's a penny slot so I throw the money in and at this point remember now, can now you remember give me, this can you give me some a bit more reference here it's a penny like penny slot but pennies are discontinued so how does that work well you put in the 20. And so when oh it, each play is one yeah cent. you can't okay. put any change okay. you know can only put like five tens twenties okay. bills right so keep in mind my girlfriend had lost forty bucks in under like five minutes it doesn't take long at the casino no it's tough so I thought I honestly it's my what? fault I put her on a machine I thought it was gonna hit uh, it it wiped us out and so then I I tried my luck at this machine I never lose and I'm not talking like I win big like twenty forty sixty I think the most ever won was like a hundred dollars if you if you have one dollar more than you started with that's a win. So I started working my strategy on the great Zeus. I start by only doing one bet, one line, which is will cost you a cent. Yep. So you call it. You have two thousand plays if you have twenty bucks. If you do you're that never, the whole time, you're, you're gonna win at one out of two thousand. I just like to spinner ten to fifteen times. Yep. Just get the machine thinking. Just warm up the machine. You know, get the machine let warmed it know up. I'm there. Yeah. And then I start increasing my bets, and I'm up okay. to a dollar dollar uh, spin now. Oh, those are big. And now all of a sudden I get down from the twenty dollars I put into eight. Okay. And this thing is just feeding me money and I ended up making it all back now can you tell me what that's like can you describe the sounds that are made what's, what's the reaction people around you is everyone screaming um, like so basically in this situation what happened was I spun um, I got all the faces of the great Zeus so that now is that happens, the biggest jackpot you can win no it's not the biggest but it was enough like I was winning uh, $35 on, a, on a one spin wow that's a big so turnover so it was pretty good like yeah. I mean I'm happy with it uh, but okay. basically what happened was the sirens Go off or like the sounds, like auditory the machine flicks on and off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. when you went big, there's like sirens on top that sometimes flash, like yeah, that? sort of okay. thing. Yeah, but in this say, uh, case, it was just a lot of um, sounds of money, and Cha-ching. people just started pouring around me. Everyone, want, everyone loves you when you're they winner, were like, eh? They were touching me. They wanted like good luck for me, so they were like, rubbing oh, my back, they, yeah, they come by, rubbing my back. What's this guy got that we don't have? Well, that's the thing, right? And then I, I secret? pulled out and. There was a, a complete brawl over this machine. <laughs> so once I made the money back, I just said, I'm out. But about 20 to 30 people were fighting over this one machine. So I'm glad you bring that up. I have a question for you. Keep going with this, Dirk. I'd like to hear more about this fight, but I have a question for you statistics about statistics. But Matt, keep going. Continue. Uh, I, I, well, I guess... Uh, oh, yeah, true. 
edit this out. Eh? Well, no, no, you don't have to edit it out. So, what yeah. I will say, if I, Bonnie, can you tell me about statistically what's the what's the best approach there? If a machine has won, is it less likely to win again or more likely to win again? Dude, I, I like I've never really understood that one. Like, if it's a hot machine or not. Like, I know that means something. I, I'm not a big gambler. Okay. In like I, I gamble on sports, but I'm not really big in the casinos. Yeah, wait, well, you're uh, not a big gambler. This guy every night's doing. I'm down about. Betting. I'm down about. Four hundred dollars in sports betting. <laughs> Can you make that back this up? year? I mean, if I have a good night, but that hasn't happened in about four months. Fair so. enough. Okay. Uh, just things aren't going my way. But I just remember, just had a really bad experience. I was playing. You were actually there, I think. We were in, in Quebec. Uh, it was in Quebec. My we're first eight, time. We're eighteen years old in Quebec. Yeah, it was my first time ever All at a casino. And we went to the blackjack table. And I remember me and our buddy Schmadam. Schmadam, he lost both, a lot of money. Quick. We both had a hundred dollars, <laughs> and we went to the blackjack table. Gone. And I didn't realize at the time how fast money could go. Yeah. But me and him both played two hands. Gone. And Double we both up. lost a hundred dollars in was, two hands. He was in like ten minutes. And all we were doing was following the dealer's advice. <laughs> and I think that was the biggest mistake. Yeah, I don't know. I think you're. I think you're supposed to do that, but like but the dealers it didn't advice, work. They work for the casino. Never. It didn't for work. It. We both lost a hundred dollars, and then both of our nights was just awful. I remember so. that day we went. That was a big, big trip to Ottawa. I think were you already there? Were we were visiting you, or yeah, yeah, yeah. We were visiting you. Guys you. Were Eighteen me. years old. You go to University of Ottawa or Carleton. You're going over to Quebec to party because eighteen yeah. to drink. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I mean, besides losing a lot of money and just overall I, having the worst night ever by we, losing a lot of money. We plan to spend like two hours in the casino. You get there, you spend $100 in five minutes. You're like, how am I going to be here for two hours? I don't have any money left. I <laughs> since then have been to the casino and had a couple good nights and a couple poor nights. Yep. Um, but at the end of the day, you win some, you lose some, and that's that's about it. With did, you, did you feel guilty about the fight? What? Did you feel guilty like you caused the fight? Oh, I got out of there. You just got out of there. And the thing is, I, I agree with Matt. You see a fight break out, the best thing you can do is walk away. If you're didn't, if you're, you're not involved, no one you know is involved, get out of there. Stay safe. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, that was my Friday night. Okay. And the Saturday one night. One big. Though, what was your overall winnings for the night? I broke even. Let's go. So, the reason I was there was uh, seeing a concert artist, Brandy Carlisle. Brandy Carlisle. Uh, so, yeah, we saw her. Out- outdoor? No, it was indoors in Falls View. So that's good. It was nice solar performance, very intimate. Can you tell me about that? Uh, can you tell me about the, the place? The, oh. Can you tell me about that venue? The Falls View? Yeah. It's yeah, good. so it's like small, small venue. Intimate. Uh, two levels. So there's the balcony level and there's the lower. It probably fits around 5,000 people maybe. Okay. I don't know. Is that a lot? I feel like that's a lot for what I saw. Maybe like a thousand people. I don't really know. It's very small. Five thousand is like a like a maybe an OHL arena. Okay, less than that. Half okay. the size of that. Okay. So two thousand people. Okay. Uh, and it's it's nice. You know, you're sold, able sold out show. Yeah. So like if I was I was sitting on the balcony, great seat. If I were to yell, she would be able to know exactly what I said. Okay. So very intimate. Yes. Yeah, so very Those intimate. Some of my favorite content. And you learn a lot. Uh, you know, between the artist and the audience, it's a different atmosphere so, than perhaps hitting the lawn seats at the Molson Amphitheater. I I refuse to go to the lawn seats. Oh really? Ah, uh, no, I don't believe in it. Okay, and Bon, any thoughts on that Molson Amphitheater lawn seats? I'm a big believer in the Molson Amphitheater. I lawn love seats. the lawn. I don't like the see like cause you guys like the lawn. Why do you like the lawn? It's absolute chaos out there. I don't want to be there in the chaos. You don't. There's music going on. You I can't enjoy. Even tell who's I enjoy singing. it for the party and the atmosphere. It's like a club. It's like a nightclub. See, here's my thing. When I go to the concert, I'm there because you want to see. The I'm artists. gonna get. Like for the drinking part, I'll just get hammered on my own or whoever I'm with. You don't need to be drunk. To I don't see need to to like hear fucking some chick yelling the words. She doesn't even know the words. Okay. Like I don't need to hear that. That that's that's a very stressful environment. For I me. think that's gonna happen in absolutely any seat you're in at any concert. So I, I don't think know. that's a really. I, poor I, well, I, 
I think that. Oh, you're not referring to the artist. I think given the concerts that I've been to in atmosphere uh, amphitheaters, from the seats that I've sat in versus the people that are on the lawn, very two different types of people. Just saying, because I don't like people. It's as simple as that. When you're going out, you just want to have a nice time. Listen, it, to music. I bring it bring it back to my. Can you hold your girlfriend's hand? Yeah. Well, yeah, sure. I don't know. I just want to enjoy the, the show. Oh, it's for me. I don't There's need all wrong the with distractions that. around me. <laughs> Okay. But anyways, uh, then we came home on Sunday. What was the best song of the night? Best song. My yeah. favorite song I heard is The Joke. So Did they do an encore? Uh, yeah. Encore to the so, best. So, funny story. Were you yelling encore? No, so I knew they were uh, doing an encore. We all stood up at the end for a standing ovation. because oh. everyone, So everyone sits down, which I thought I thought was weird. The whole time? Yeah, but okay. it, it's also the casino, so there's like so many old people. Yeah, that doesn't happen in the lawn. <laughs> but, uh, people well, no one, no one can't stand. But no one sits in the amphitheater anyways. <laughs> Oh yeah! Everyone's standing. You stand for the main artist. Concert that's, vibe. It's yeah. a concert, yeah. and so uh, I've been to a concert. Whatever it is, what it is. But the encore went on. We all stand for the standing O. My girlfriend takes off. She just leaves. She's gone. She's gone. She thought it was over, and she thought I was following her. <laughs> <laughs> so she was out there. Was so, she? Was she back in the? Casino? No, she. You know, she eventually realized that. She was the only person in the stairwell leaving, <laughs> so that there was probably something going on. Maybe she heard her come back on, or no, the gonna, screams, the three or stars of the night, maybe. Yeah. So anyway, she came back out, and then uh, we had a very—I uh, guess it was an okay Sunday, but terrible Sunday. We all know why. Because the Bills lost. No. Because oh, the, the FC. Okay. Anyone that needs to know, yeah, can we give a little update on that? What happened? Uh, they lost big, three big one. rivalry with Seattle. Yeah, that's third time seeing third the championship. Time in four years. I don't want to dwell on it too much. No, we won't it's go really into depressing. it. Depressing. But uh, but they lost three one. They beat themselves. They we... had over like sixty five percent possession through 75, 80 minutes of the match. And one, uh, one thing I will say, especially talking about how you said you don't like going to Molson Amphitheater because it's so busy. I no, I don't like sitting in the lawn. No, I don't mind no, the amphitheater. This has to do with t- the TFC. Okay. Would you maybe agree that because this was the most well attended? football game in MLS history that, that might have been hard to play for if you're a TFC person in Seattle 69,000 fans of course for the same reasons why you don't like the lawn uh, no because I think as professional athletes they have it. a focus they have drive on the field <laughs> and a lot of people will say they don't even they don't even realize what's going on they can't even see anything obviously in football games pitch. soccer games like the crowd plays a huge toll on the concentration and communication levels of the players. Yes. But I don't think it's the same reason. I don't think... I think they just wouldn't play soccer then. <laughs> but So they got, yeah. they got to do their best to, t- to tune it out. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't have patience for tuning it out. But also, if I was being paid, like, millions of dollars to, to put on a performance for lots of people, instead of paying for a performance where I have to deal with these ignoring people, yep. it's a bit of a different situation. Okay. And uh, just overall romantic time in Niagara Falls. Yeah, lovely. 10 out of 10. And you stayed on this side of the border. You didn't have to cross. Nope, didn't have to cross. Had a beautiful room on the 49th level. Out of the, fall, out of the falls look. Good. Hell yeah, flowing. Did you hear about that boat? Yeah, I, I saw it. So can you tell me about that? Have you heard about the boat? No, I've heard about yeah, the boat. Yeah, so there's 100... Uh, it's well, a than It's a shipwreck, and it's been in the same spot on top of the falls for 100 years. And when we had a giant windstorm last week or two weeks ago, shifted for the it first shifted time. for the first time in a hundred years. And uh, when you see it, you're going to be like, "Oh wow, this really isn't that big of a deal at all." But if it moves again and gets past the rocks, it's going to go over. It'll go over. And they say that if it goes over, the splash could actually cause a tsunami and flood. I think the surrounding area. Is that true? Mm, I missed that part <laughs> of the article, but. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So it's not. But a it's. A th- I think that's a conspiracy theory that's out there. Well, well, I just wonder. Like, you see these boats out there? They're pretty big. You wonder what big they will boats. do. Could 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 it damage the falls? It, it could damage the like almost 
the interior, like the rock wall. Yeah. I don't know how that would play. Is factor. the bridge vulnerable to it? I like, think the damage like against the rock wall would be so light that it wouldn't have a uh, strong, lasting impact. These are the things that I wonder, but okay. No, that's my that's my theory on it. It's good. Well, another thing actually happened for the first time today. Okay. We're talking first time today. Well, not ever. In but your for life. This, no, for this year. For the year, 2019. Yep. Uh, we got snow. I guess not 2019. That would have been bad because like there was snow back in like January. There was snow. We had snow in April even. But like we did have our first snowfall. We got the first snowfall of the year. I'd say big shout out to Southern Ontario. We set a couple records today. Are you proud of these records? I'm just proud that we got to be a part of it. I mean, if the records was number of accidents on the road, we don't want to be proud of that one. Ooh, that's true actually. Yeah. So was the record for the people that don't know? The record was we got the most amount of snowfall in the month of November in the history of the world in Burlington, Ontario, Canada. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually, I hate the snow with a passion. Okay. I, so this is where we differ. I love the snow and I love the winter. Right away we're going into you don't like the snow and you do like it. So the oh, only I thing, side, I, I have to preface it because I probably will talk negatively about snow. I overall like the snow, but I don't, the only thing I don't like, and this is obviously a pretty big factor, is I don't like driving in the snow. Okay, driving in the snow, but do you like driving out of the snow? Yeah, I don't mind driving. So one of the things that I want to comment about driving in the snow, I don't want to condone risky driving behavior, but there's nothing better than hitting the e-brake and flying around corners, doing maybe 20 kilometers an hour. A little drift. Like we call it drifting season. Do it safely. Yeah, I drifted today. It was pretty wild. On purpose? Uh, no. Okay. I, I just like concrete ground where I can get to where I'm going without having to have people be slow or me skid out or have to grip it's, the steering it's wheel it's dangerous whatever. if people are driving slower you can't see anything this, your car doesn't even work properly these cars that we have weren't made to sustain temperatures and, and weather like this what this is, is a, the truth what they is a car eat that, at your car what is a car that can do that yeah. is there a car that are built for that nothing they're all made of metal okay. what happens when metal gets wet and cold and cold it expands and then it dries yeah you know rust rust build up yeah. well, it's gonna ru- eat away the, your car the rust is a lot of that's from the salt well, yeah, the salt, yeah, for sure. Well, and this is the problem. The snow is one thing, but then you get the salt into it as well. Yeah. In California, you're not having any of that. Well, they're on fire, so let's not... <laughs> yeah, uh, they, let's, yeah, let's... They let's, can't let's breathe. I'd rather have that. a lot of fire. Oh, than yeah, I don't know. That's, that's, that's true. Yeah. I don't know if so that's why don't we, true. So why don't we give you a little, maybe a little chance, though, to talk about why you don't like the snow. I got some stories about the snow I can share. I, I yeah, I'm, I'm open yeah, to talking about like snow. It. It's cold. It's okay. wet. You can't do anything. Skiing. I don't like skiing. I hate it. You don't like snow winter shooting. activities. I don't like any snow activities. Do you like? Do you at least like the aesthetic of the landscape? Uh, you gotta give that some credit. Yeah, Come sure. On. If I had a cold beer or a nice glass of wine with my feet up, and I didn't have to go anywhere for the next Ooh, a little, three maybe weeks, maybe a little fireplace. Until, like maybe, but if I am looking outside, I'm actually getting ready to head out the door to go to work. Then no, that's gonna be terrible. So I don't like really any any of it so anything I, to do with it I wouldn't mind talking about drifting a little bit more and talking about my first experience trying to drift and, yeah uh, I'll tell you my first experience trying to drift afterwards so I'll just give you a little background for you I have older some older siblings who they'll go without names but uh, as a young as a young impressionable kid they were the ones driving me around at first and they would always we had a Honda Civic standard with an e-brake they'd always drift around corners and then we'll fast forward to 17 year old me got my G for the first time November first snowfall of the year never never driven alone in the snow and all I knew is that my brothers always drift around corners in the snow, and I had no idea how to do it. So put me in a Buick Century 2003, my grandma's old car, and uh, the thing is described as a boat. Basically what happened was, this actually, I got to be careful because this might get me in trouble with the city, but uh, basically 
first first corner I saw covered in snow, I just looked at it and I said, you don't stand a chance. I'm going to whip this back end out and I'm going to skid across and, you know, Fast and Furious will play in the background. But uh, long story short, because I didn't know how to drift, I actually just, <laughs> doing about 25K an hour, cranked the wheel and hit the regular brake. And um, next thing you know, I was going probably about a 30 degree angle, ran over a stop sign, didn't end up anywhere near the road and landed in a couple trees. Luckily, seatbelts were on and no one got hurt, but... Uh, Learned a valuable lesson about now, how to drive in the snow. I'm fairly confident I've heard multiple stories of you driving into or drifting into <laughs> multiple snow banks. So what I will say, this is the first time it ever happened. It's happened a couple other occasions. So uh, when you're drifting, you, that's why you got to wear your seatbelt. Make sure you keep your speeds low because you never know where you end up on the road of a snowbank. But sometimes it's hard because when it's snowy, you can't tell where the road meets the sidewalk. Well, my my first experience was is actually for the second shout out of the night. My, our boy Schmadam was in the car. Schmadam. And uh, it was an unintentional drift. Ooh, okay. I, it was my first ever unintentional drift, and I did a full 180 and ended up smacking my dad's car up against oh, the curb. Oh my goodness! And I was just so happy there was no damage because he would wow. not have been too thrilled. The with alignment's me. toast. No, everything was actually a okay. What kind of car was it? Uh, that was when I had the Infinity. Those are strong cars. Get an Infinity; they're made of steel. I mean, it worked out. It ended up like dying like the next year, but okay. uh, the but I don't, I don't I like think car. any of that was my fault. At the end of the day, like to a certain degree, there are going to be accidents in the snow for some. Like you can't control it. It's snow. It's hard to drive on. Yeah, I mean, it was tough. Like right now, I don't even have my winter tires on my car, so I was drifting all over the place today. You're sliding. You're skating struggling. out there. Actually, so I got a good tip uh, for people at home. This is straight from tires. the Audi dealership. Uh, no, Audi professional Audi, tip. Tip of the day. Audi dealership would not condone what what this message. Putting is. ice on your putting water on your windshield. Okay. No, no, no. Hot water on your windshield. So for people that don't have the snow tires or they always are like last minute getting the snow tires on. Yep. What I do is I just never take them off. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them on all year round. You get extra traction in the summertime. So that's what I did actually for this year, but that's because I bought brand new ones and uh, I was too lazy to get them changed even it though is, I work at the dealership. But that's just It is a bit favor. of a hassle. So, eh? Well, so, it's a favor I got to do for someone else. Yeah. So. I, got a, I got a little, just a little anecdote on that little one. Um, so I actually just bought a car off of uh, my grandparents. They're the best people to buy cars And from. Well, my grandma has been using snow tires, I found out, <laughs> that on her car all year round for about four years. Interesting, okay. So, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know this, though, until a buddy of mine, Look, another big shout-out, second shout-out, maybe even third shout-out, Schmolden, oh, was going to hook he's, me up with a little discount on uh, some tires. If you need tires, talk to Schmolden. He works so, at Audi. Well, now he's going to be pissed. But So I, I just sent him a picture of my tires. He goes, those are winter tires. <laughs> I was just like, oh. I actually will give another shout-out. Okay. He drove a set of winter tires down to Cleveland, and I think he brought your girlfriend. Her he brought my too. girlfriend my way. So he is the winter tire plug. Dude, he's a good winter tire specialist, and uh, shout-out to that guy. So I actually want to talk about why I'm looking forward to this winter. Okay. And I'll tell you about a little lesson I learned this summer and uh, last winter. So for a lot of you guys, like for a lot of people, you know, I was a student my whole life until this past January. We're always students. We're always students, but I'm saying like I live the student lifestyle where like for me winters had always been going to school, and I will say winter. I'm a winter cyclist, no no big deal. But uh, last January was the first time that I actually had to live that nine to five life. We had to work, and I will say winter is one thing if you're going to class, but when you actually get up early in the morning, defrost your car, heat it up, scrape the glass, it's it's horrible. It's yeah, tough. there's definitely some issues with it. Like as I said, I don't like the driving aspect, and I'll pl- I'll put that in with like warming up your car before you go, scraping it, and all that. 
not the biggest fan of that. Overall, I do enjoy winter, but the whole driving aspect in the snow driving, driving and in tough. the cold kind of does suck. Well, and so back to what I was saying. So last year was my first time actually having to drive every day in the winter. And uh, I was driving the same Buick that I crashed in the previous story. This is seven years later now, still driving that car. And um, if you thought I didn't treat it well then, you should see how it, what it's been through since then. And basically, to give you some background, my heater, my I had no heat in the car. My defrost didn't work, and I guess it didn't seal properly. So moisture in the nighttime would get in on both sides of the windshield. Oh. So I'd have to scrape on the outside and on the inside. I'm going to tell you something right now. The scrapers are not built to scrape on the concave side. They're only good for the convex <laughs> side. I don't know if that's correct or not. But either way, the interior, I couldn't scrape. So I had a 15-minute drive to work, and I'd always be kind of running late. So pretty much what would happen was the sunshine would only actually hit my car directly for the first, like, three to four minutes of the drive. So you, yeah, you yeah. bet your ass, those three, four minutes, my head was out the window. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah. so after, after about two, three months, winter went long last year. So about four months of this, I said, you know what? I'm graduating school this year. I'm getting out of Canada. I will never in my life live in winter again. That was a pledge I made to myself. I was like I got, I got, I'm, I'm educated. I can do some stuff. I got, you know, choice options. I'm gonna go somewhere warm next winter. First place I went to, Bond. You know where I went? You went to New Zealand went, in our summer, therefore their so winter. So went to New Zealand. <laughs> I literally booked my flight to New Zealand at the end of April, thinking, okay, cool, summertime. To give you some some background, I packed one pair of sweatpants, one other pair of pants, one sweater. And I actually packed two pairs of flip-flops. That's how excited I was to be in warm weather. And uh, people tell you, oh, yeah, New Zealand, Southern Hemisphere. They'll tell you that it's wintertime there in the summer. And me just being, I guess, a bit ignorant and naive, I said, you know what? How cold can it be? It's Australia. It's New Zealand, right? I'll tell you, it's gosh dang cold. Mm -hmm. And so a couple of different facts about it. It doesn't get to too bad. It's like around minus two, minus five. That's the worst it gets. But um, they don't insulate their homes because they don't have it like doesn't get cold enough they don't insulate their homes so what that means is minus if it's minus two outside it's minus two inside except for where the fireplace is and i uh, learned a pretty valuable lesson we should be thankful we live in canada because even though it's cold here our houses are insulated and i was freezing i was freezing cold so there you have suck it matt but I can still go on about <laughs> i can still go on something a couple things i like about the winter and even shoveling the driveway so one thing i will say i'd like, like doing that I like. I think shoveling the driveway is a great activity. Snow blowing can be can be fun, but shoveling the driveway that's like an honest Canadian thing. I, think. I actually just shoveled the driveway while I was waiting for. A I ride literally to come don't here. believe in shoveling. I shoveled the driveway before you came. So how do you clear the snow in the driveway? I don't. Okay. And well, you, like you have your servants do it. Well, no. <laughs> well, what I, what I, I will say, some people can get by with it. If your car can handle it. You can you can rip in and out. Like that's pretty much how I just because like here's this is what I don't understand when it's like I I guess I get the reason but I just think it's so stupid. It's dumping snow outside, like just dumping. So and you much. look outside your front window, everybody's out there just shoveling <laughs> their driveway as if when they go back inside. Welcome to Canada. I it's love not it. going to be back in 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm kind of like, maybe it's procrastination. Yeah. You want to wait until it's done? Let it all dump down. Yep. And then, then when you get a sunny break, go out there, put your thermos, put some beers in it. <laughs> I can lock and load it, get the tunes in the ears. And shovel. So my so the only counterpoint I'll have to that is that a lot of times when the snow is falling, it's still wet and easy, it's to, easy move, to move. When it's where wet. once it actually like it's if it hardens. like if you like it, it snows ice. overnight and then you wait for the morning again, yeah, it'll become ice because it melts so and then it freezes as it. melted ice. Wow. And then shoveling, try shoveling that. With someone, a beer someone, I bet Sylvain shovels your driveway. There's no way your dad doesn't shovel your driveway. Yeah, Sylvain's a goat. Yeah, so, that's, so your driveway gets shoveled. I'm saying I don't shovel. Oh, yeah. No, no, no problem. <laughs> sure, other people may but shovel driveways. While we're, while we're talking about shoveling, I just want to bring this up to anyone listening out there. So this is something I decided today. 
as we mentioned last time, I don't have a job. So what I will be doing is anyone wants me to shovel their driveway that listens to this pod, if you say you're a listener, I'll come shovel your driveway for free. Wow. That is big. But um, could you maybe, could maybe throw in like a little bit of a promotion? They got to they gotta promote us a little bit. Well, I'll, throw in their Insta story. Obviously, it'll be on their Insta story that Noah from the podcast yeah, shoveled the driveway. Yeah, they need to share. Uh, uh, but, what's your limits? So like how far are you willing to go to do that? Because like we're obviously based in... Uh, I think we have some listeners from all across North America. Don't I have, think we have literally... We're international now. Because we have some people... Uh, where, where's, what we actually found out. So for those people out there, we have England and Ireland also. Hey, contained. big shout out to those countries for listening to us tuning in to also Canada tuned Bicycle. Also surprised. Three guys so, in the bullshit. That's pretty exciting. So we've gone international, and we uh, we want to thank all the fans, first off. Yeah. Oh, that's huge. Uh, second off, Matt's a party pooper for not liking winter. Well, one of the um, – another comment I wanted to say about especially shoveling driveways, to me, there's nothing more authentic Canadian than when you see people shoveling their driveways and give, pulling people out of the snow. That's my favorite part about the winter is when you have people – Stuck ra- in the snow. Stra- and strangers just come out. You don't like – they don't care about politics. They don't care about your beliefs. They don't care about anything. All they see is you're stuck in the snow. They're coming to help you. They're coming to help you. Yeah, I, I can definitely back that up. One time, um, I was stuck on this hill in northern Burlington, so it's all kind of country, uh, really hilly, northern, lots of different northern terrain. Burlington? Yeah, northern yeah, Burlington. Up in Kilbride, eh? Yeah, so I was at uh, Rocker's Line. There's this massive hill, and I'm trying to climb it, and this that, is the dead of winter. one of the biggest in the city. Yeah, this is the dead of winter. You're going up the hill on walkers. And, man, I, I, I'm going up it, and... My car just stops. You're just sliding back, and I'm just kind of. Well, I didn't slide back, but it was it was fight and go. But I'm just spinning out at this point. So, I was with uh, Matt Schmolden. He's getting a lot of FaceTime. This uh, he's here with all of us. Yeah, he's he's here. He's he was in the time. he was in the car at the time. He got out, and these two lovely women also got out of their car and uh, helped me up. And I just. I stayed in the car. I, <laughs> Someone has I to chucked drive. it. I chucked it, man, and we got up the hill. But I think that's an important point. Some people, in a situation where you're pushing, some people are better at actually navigating the vehicle, yeah. and some people are more useful pushing. Yeah, no, it's, it actually takes an art, and I've pushed it a is. fair m- number of uh, cars out. I've had my car pushed out before, yep. and it's uh, it's definitely a uniting experience. Oh, there's nothing better. And then the, uh, the, my favorite part about it is if they're strangers, you push their car out, and then they're gone, and they, they get a hand out the window, and that's you never see them again. Yeah. And then you look back, and you're <laughs> And then you hey, come back. Come back. I need help. But, uh, yeah, just I want to bring up just like a little quick story about that, because last year I remember my car, you, you know when the snow plows come? Yeah. And they build that little mountain <laughs> yeah, of snow yeah. at the end of your driveway. You got you to make sure to shovel that right away, because that'll freeze over, and you can't get out. But uh, I remember last year, I was on my way to work, and I couldn't get out of my driveway, but I had a shovel. And my neighbors couldn't get out of their driveway, but they didn't have a shovel. So it was literally like, everywhere you look, people were stuck in their driveway. And I remember they came to mine, helped me out, and then they took the shovel. And they did their stuff. And it was just like... Did they bring the shovel back? The shovel did its job. And we don't know where it is today, but uh, (laughs) everyone got out and everyone made it to where they had to go. One other thing I have about shoveling is like you get to put all the snow in one area, and then you just have an amazing area to build oh, a snow fort. And that's a, that's a lost. And art. if you are a Canadian who doesn't have a good memory of a snow fort, I would then not, that's just sad. I, the I'm last sorry. memory I have of a snow fort was I was sick and I was jealous. My friends were outside playing in the snow, <laughs> and I went out there I and I it. puked my lungs out on this on the snow fort and melted it. Um, there was what I enjoyed more than a snow fort was there. I lived on a court. And at the end of the court, there was this giant, uh, the plow would come, right? So it would be a giant mountain of snow. So me and these two other guys, we'd go on there and, uh, 
<laughs> we could just wrestle. <laughs> so I, we could just wrestle. Oh, actually, games like King of the Hill, those were the best. Oh, yeah. Well, I have a couple. And I would dummy some kids off that. Because no tower. one gets hurt in the snow, dude. The snow is unreal. Well, even remember when you were a kid and you, you'd do some little fights at recess, and then someone would throw an ice the, ball, and then actually, you know, the teachers all they lose their minds. Or with a rock yeah. in it. That's like, wow, the rocks. Those are gonna end up. You in put there, a little obviously. rock in your snowball. <laughs> you give it to somebody. This, this is the question: Is is playing out in the snow? Is that a lost art that the kids don't have as much these days? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I can't comment on that. Like, I, are you? Like, I remember. We weren't really allowed to throw snowballs, but we still did it. Well, I'm just thinking, like, yeah. I, I know that for me, like, growing up, you get a snow day, it's a guarantee. I'm going to Bond's house, and we're going to make a snow for it out of That was out pretty much the, the routine. That makes you wonder if, if it's almost like a generational thing, because there's people at work, given their they never needs, they're about a decade older than, they never made snow for than me. No, they, like, we have cars that come in with snowballs on them, and they're people getting... are making snowballs off the, the cars and oh. whipping them at each other across the, the shop and stuff, so... There's there's that kind of fun, but kids nowadays, I don't, I'm not too sure. I don't patrol you know the what? neighborhood. They're playing, they're I stay playing, inside when they're it's They're playing snowball fight on their iPad. It's, they're Fortniting, man. They're playing Fortnite. That, and, I'm, and I'm playing Fortnite, true. too. <laughs> Bond's still out there doing it. So I, I actually want to bring up a story. All I'm going to say is if that story doesn't get edited out like mine, <laughs> I'm actually, I might quit the pod. <laughs> cool. Well, I don't have anything much to say more about the winner. You just hate it. I just hate it. I'm looking forward to another season. Obviously, winter coats, uh, but it is a little early for November. I think I think we're gonna see this snowfall will go. It's yeah, be this won't stay for too long. Uh, uh, I think we're getting some more this week. It'll be it, we're in the minuses, but uh, by mid November, we should be back to normal fall weather. And uh, yeah, I guess it's snow shoveling Actually, season. Here's a good story about how much I hate the snow. Okay. So was it two years ago when we went to uh, Horseshoe Valley for New Year's? Yes. I everyone we went there yeah. because it's a ski resort. I wasn't there. We went like four years ago. I wasn't. What? There. That was four years ago? No, it was like two years ago. I think. What, I, what the? F- You're thinking of oh, Blue Mountain? Okay, yeah, Horseshoe yeah, Valley. Yeah, you yeah, remember Horseshoe your mom, Valley? Yeah, your yeah. Mom's, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, but uh, so yeah, we had a nice little um, chalet courtesy to Bond's mom's friend. So if you're listening to the pod, thank you so much. <laughs> that was a lovely time. What was her name with the sh- in front of it? I don't remember. Mrs. Schmuffing. Mrs. Schmectical. <laughs> Anyways, everybody went because of the ski resort. I actually refused to ski, and the best way to get to the bar, like I sat in the bar all day long when these guys were skiing. I had a meal, I had like twenty beers, and then we went to the uh, the party afterwards, which, uh, from what I remember, was could kind have been, of a weird could it could have been edited out. It was maybe. a weird night, but uh, that's that's how much I don't like it. I just will refuse. I'd rather spend time by myself if everyone was playing in the snow. Okay, so. I mean, there you go. But so I think you had a really nice time over here. Oh, I had a great time, yeah. Happy New Year. Well, so do we want to talk about the pet peeve of the week this time? or I, I have a couple that are up my sleeve. If you got a pet peeve, man, let's throw out a pet peeve. Well, and I think we, it goes back on to what we were talking about last time. And for me, I'm a big... I, I don't have a lot of sympathy for cigarettes, to be honest. I've never been a smoker. I, I will say, I remember, like, I always thought they were, I thought they were cool as a kid. But uh, I never got into it. And for me, I don't have a problem with people smoking. It's when they, for whatever reason, they just think that their cigarette butt can be tossed literally anywhere they want and it almost like for them it, it seems like they're doing a service by throwing it on the ground you know they're like oh yeah sorry I, I'm not gonna throw it on your in your house oh I threw it outside it doesn't matter so for me I'm not a big cigarette guy okay that, that's your so pet your peeve. pet peeve so is littering. people who throw out their cigarette butts but let me let me rebuttal here something where are they supposed to put them literally anywhere no, no, no I get it garbage. no I get it I'm not relax relax okay. so rebuttal. a lot of people are drooling Jeweling. Yeah. Ooh. And guess what I've seen a lot on the ground? Jewels. Jewel pods. Jewel pods. And I guess like for me. So like it's almost habit. Yeah. People who smoke switch these jewel pods and they still just put their empty 
fucking whatever They're on the pops, ground. They just toss them, and it's obviously it goes like I. Th- I actually think that cleaning the streets encourages it. But uh, yeah, I, for me, don't put your cigarettes on the ground. Put them find a garbage. Put them in your pocket. Put them anywhere else besides just everywhere because it's an absolute joke. And then yeah, a lot of people hard. might be scrutinizing Noah, but what people don't know about him is that he actually spends a lot of time picking, picking up, cigarette, up butts. cigarette butts and garbage on the side of roads. So if you see him, uh, you give him a honk, give him a wave, bring him a snack, bring him <laughs> a, some water or something like that, but not in a plastic bottle. Make Thank sure you. it's in a reusable uh so you're gonna have to do without a water bottle <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah so uh, hats off to you Noah, for that that's good yeah so i think that's a good pet peeve and uh we'll leave off this episode here we'll pick up again later this week and we just want to say thanks for tuning in yeah really appreciate it five episodes in scotland we've, we've gotten a lot of scotland. we're not in scotland yet only ireland and england oh, I, we're getting to scotland this week if so. you have scottish friends can you just try to get them involved just thanks. get us one play out there yeah, yeah we just need one play just to say we're in scotland thanks guys